Hello, everyone, and happy post-Thanksgiving Friday. I'm sure we're all full and fabulous. Um, this will be my first full um, post-intro podcast. Um, my name is Dorothea Wilson. I am a board-certified nurse practitioner, but that is such a small um, portion of who I am. So I decided to reinvent my station instead of focusing on healthcare and a day in the life of an NP after some wonderful um, conversations with um, close friends, I've decided that I would be better served and the community would be better served. My followers would be better served if I recreated the station and renamed it Letters to My Daughter slash Letters to Me because there are so many things that I wish I had said to my 20-year-old self, to my 20-something self, to my 30-something self that I didn't say. And I believe that it's a conversation that we just don't have. And I wish that there was someone, male or female, in my 20s and 30s that was really speaking into my life in a way that will cultivate growth. And I say that to really bring up and dig up some old wounds and some old conversations from my 20s, just things that, you know, perhaps should have been done differently. But, you know, at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. And after talking to other women and allowing, uh, you know, a moment of transparency, I realized that, oh, my gosh, there are so many people that either get the conversation, wish they had done the same thing, um, and may be able to share their experiences with other other youth um, and not just the younger generation, even women today. You know, just because you get older doesn't mean you get wiser. Sometimes we have to fall and scratch our knees and scrape our knees a few times before we actually get it. And getting it is whatever it is that fosters maturity, growth and spiritual um, growth and wholeness within you. And this goes for both male and female. So to start tonight's first podcast off, our conversation um, is geared towards, you know, what would you say to your younger self? If you could go back and have a conversation with a younger version of you, what is something that you would say? And for me, I'll kick off the conversation by saying, if I could have a conversation with my younger self, I would encourage the the 20-year-old Dorothea to truly embrace being by yourself. It's okay. Being alone and being lonely are two completely different things. And you have to mature into that, though. That's not something that happens overnight. And our childhood experiences truly shape a lot of our young adult experiences, a lot of our experiences as we enter our 30s and our 40s. And, and it also shapes our interpersonal communications with um, the people around us. So there are so many things that I would say, but I think the most important piece would be being alone doesn't mean that you're you're lonely. You don't have to feel lonely. And I was a very young mom um, in my early 20s. To be quite honest, in my teens, I was a mom um, living in this world, living this thing called life pretty much so by myself. There weren't a lot of um, positive adult 
role models speaking good things into my life at that age. And I just had not lived long enough to understand life. That's just the reality. Um, People say, oh, you had it together. Look how you turned out. But you can't see the, the result, the end result, because I'm still living this life, first of all. Second, secondly, um, and more importantly, there were a lot of pitfalls that occurred between my younger self and where I am today. And there are so many things that would have made life a lot easier for me. My journey would have been much more enjoyable. I just thank God that I'm still on the journey. So each day that I'm alive is a better day and a better way to be a better version of the person that I was yesterday. So being by myself was always an issue um, because I really didn't grow up with parents. I wanted to make sure that I had that. So call in. Let's share some of this feedback and let me know what you're thinking. Hi, guys, I'm back. So I hope you enjoyed the first few minutes of this segment. Um, Letters to me, letters to my younger self, letters to my daughter, coin it whatever you like. Um, For me, it's going to be letters to myself or letters to um, me or my younger daughter. And the reason I add younger daughter is because um, I have I'm the mother of, of, of daughters. And I think it is so important for me to have a very candid conversation that starts really young. And it doesn't have to be something that is um, that goes over their head at a young age. I think you can start cultivating um, self-worth in any child at a very young age. And a lot of that goes um, along the lines of being alone versus being lonely. Um, Children who are born only children or an only child may understand how to play by themselves. But um, if you've never had to do that, would you really understand what it's like to be by yourself? So it does start very young. Um, And I am no way, shape or form, fashion claiming to be a child psychologist. I'm a nurse practitioner um, who happened to have um, a very profound story that you'll get to know, um, grow, um, and perhaps share um, as we grow in my podcast, depending on what I feel comfortable talking about, or even what comes up in the background um, in my life, you know, conversations that people would like to hear, things that they ask um, when I'm off air. Um, that's how these podcasts will be shaped. So if you're listening, looking for <laughs> you know, some magic ticket. This isn't it. This is just a regular everyday person, a regular everyday woman who happens to be a mother, a wife, um, a healthcare provider, a friend, a lover, a sister, a cousin, who's willing to share a little bit of me in order to make the next person um, better or to help the next person. Um, and it's not always going to be pretty because that's not life. That That's just not the way things work. Um, nothing is easy and anything worth having is going to be difficult. So I'm just willing to use this as a way to not only help others, but to help myself in the process. It's, it's a form of therapy as, for me as well, being able to talk about it. For a long time, I wanted to write a book. And I thought, you know, how can I reach the people without charging them, still fulfilling my destiny, um, perhaps not making a lot of money in the process. But to me, if I can just save one life, change one life, then it would all be worth it. So it's not always about the money. Who doesn't want a lot of money? 
who can't benefit from a lot of money. But I think that sometimes our riches and our worth are embedded in the conversations that we have, not always in what we have to offer monetarily. So as far as being alone is concerned, like I said before in the last segment, it was more about not really being comfortable with my own thoughts. Because, you know, they always say, oh, an idle mind is a devil's workshop. At least I heard that as a youngin. And I never really quite understood it until I, I, I became an adult, a young adult, sitting around thinking about nothing, all types of thoughts run through your head. And I was never really comfortable with those thoughts. I had to really occupy my time. I stayed busy. I worked a lot always dreaming, always thinking, always looking for the next best thing, whether that was the next best guy, the next best job, the next best car, never really gave myself a lot of times to sort of marinate, you know, um, bad things would happen. And before I can even process, I was on to the next. And at that time, that was just a coping mechanism. It wasn't the healthiest thing to do, but it seemed to work for me at the time. So as I travel and um, move around in this thing called life and grow, even in my profession, my profession has helped me grow um, personally. Um, just some things that I've been dealing with um, since my youth. Um, I've been able to overcome just by having conversations with other people and challenging myself to think outside the box. You know, you don't have to stay stuck in a situation just because that's all you know. It will always be all you know if you're afraid to grow. And I think that was the hardest thing for me to realize is that I was truly afraid to grow. So what happens when you're afraid to grow? What happens when you're afraid to be alone? Hey y'all, so before I forget, while it is still on my heart and on my mind, I just wanted to send a very warm and heartfelt um, thank you to Tanya Swift. Um, she has been instrumental um, in my life these past couple of years, providing a plethora of encouragement to me during some really, really low periods, just driving home from work. Most days I'm commuting back from Milwaukee um, and, and my days are crazy and I'm trying to figure things out. And um, she has been my voice of reason um, on a lot of commutes home, ho along with other people. Um, Denise Brown, if you're listening, this goes for you too. We've been friends for over 15 years, both um, nurses in healthcare and these are, are, they have been my avid lis listeners long before I had a podcast, let me tell you. They have been willing to sit for me for hours on end and, and hear my story while I talk through and work through things. And I'm not talking about, you know, 10, 20 years ago. I am um, very established, I think, um, in my career. And I still have days where I just need to talk need to talk things through. And these women have just been um, powerhouses. I consider each of them very strong women um, on my journey. And I'm glad to know them. I've been blessed to know them. So thank you. So as uh, I pick up where, where we left off in the last uh, conversation, um, being afraid to grow, man, that is so powerful. 
it has so much meaning and so much force just being afraid to grow you you can die in this life and still be here all because you're afraid to grow and the reason I know that is because I've lived that life I've been that woman I've been that girl I've been that child I know what it's like to to be afraid to step out on faith and it doesn't have to be something big. I'm not talking about getting a job at a Fortune 500 company or becoming the first anything. I'm talking about even some of the simple things. Loving yourself, for starters. And, and what does that look like? You know, loving yourself means that you aren't going to take whatever somebody hands to you just for the sake of their company. That you're not willing to be self-sacrificing just to have someone in your life. Now, remember, we talked about being lonely. That all goes right back to that being alone versus being lonely. I'm telling you, it all is connected. Everything that we experience on our journey it's all for a purpose. It's all for a reason. And it took me so long before I actually had that aha moment, that light bulb moment where it was like, wait a minute, has this been a trick? Am I getting punked? You mean to tell me all the years that I've suffered and struggled and was confused and felt alone and felt crazy and felt like this was just my journey. It all had meaning. It all had purpose and it was all connected. And it just makes sense to me now. It really does. So what better time than the present? You know, forget about, you know, yesterday as it relates to not growing. Let's embrace where we are now, but also embrace the past as it relates to being able to look back and say, wow, I've grown. Not looking back and being stuck, but looking back and knowing that you've grown, that you've arrived and you still have room to grow as long as you have life in your body. Um, so loving yourself means that you're not just going to take the leftover scraps from anybody else's life, that you want your own life and that you have to be willing to step out on faith and take those chances and those risks that other people can't take for you. They're just going to be certain experiences in your life and certain journeys in your life that your friends can't go with you. Your best buddy can't go with you. It's it's your journey. It's your trip. It's your experience. And at the end, it will be your reward. But you first got to be willing to get on that train, get on that bus. You got to be willing to take that ride. So you have to ask yourself, are you ready? Are you ready? And sometimes don't even wait for the answer. Just jump. No, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you might fall, but at least you can get back up. So are you ready? Are you willing to jump? 